Bismillahi walhamdulillah wa salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala um, I was asked to share my hajj story and I don't actually have a huge pool to choose from because I've only made one hajj in my life um, and may Allah grant us many more ya rabbil alameen and that was in 2017 and I can say with certainty that that was the best experience of my life I truly ask that Allah blesses us with the most sacred and beautiful pilgrimage these are days of the hijjah and may Allah place in our hearts a beautiful intentionality of fleeing and running towards his sacred house and to be in the sacred sanctuaries of Mecca and Medina Allahumma ameen ya rabbil alameen I can share a lot about my hajj and there's so much that I was really touched by and that was really motivating to me but there's one specific moment that I want to share with you and that was a moment um, right after Arafah as we are familiar Al-Hajj Arafah um, if Hajj, if the pinnacle of Hajj is Arafah and Arafah is this plain, is this open plain of land it's topography, from, from a topography perspective um, it is the furthest point in your Hajj so if Mecca is closer to the Red Sea if you're going out towards the east um, and a little bit north uh, you pass by Mina, then Muzdalifa, then Arafah so Arafah is the furthest point in your journey um, and so you, you, you go out from Mina, you go to Arafah and then you spend the day in Arafah in it, and you're supposed to be making dua and really connecting to Allah because this is a, a you know most sacred day of itq, forgiveness from hellfire, etc. And so, you know, Alhamdulillah, I had this very blessed day in Arafah standing and supplicating and pleading and begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, I, I, you know, I, I went um, with a small group from New Jersey. Um, I really wanted to have my first Hajj be um, something that I can do privately and something that could be very special so I can spend that intimate time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah blessed me with a very small group of, of, of brothers that uh, we were able to do Hajj. I didn't actually know these brothers beforehand, but I came to know them in Hajj. And um, and I really didn't know what to expect or how to plan. I mean, I've spoken to a lot of my friends who are Mashayikh and, and, and fellow family members who've made Hajj and got all the you know uh, anecdotes from them, but to experience it firsthand is it's a very different thing. So as soon as as soon as Arafah was done, so Adhanul Maghrib came in. Now it seemed to be that most people were waiting for the bus to go from uh, from Arafah down to Muzdalifah, um, and uh, something came over me in that moment. I'm not sure what it was to be honest. And I told the four brothers who were with me, I said, you know, I I I don't want us to wait for the bus. Um, I think we should just start walking. I didn't know what that meant. I honestly, sincerely did not know. But I did see some people from the particular area that we were walking. So I said, you know what? Something came over me. I had a beautiful moment in Arafah and I, I just wanted to walk. And we started walking. Um, not knowing exactly where we're going. But we're noting that, noticing that a lot of people are headed in a particular direction. We, we finally arrive to this um, massive pedestrian highway. And brothers and sisters, you know, I saw a site that um, until today, I have not ever seen anything like it. Um, walking alongside scores of Muslims, east 
west, north, south, of every shape, color, size, every type of being, all headed in, 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 in the sacred garb in one direction. People as far as the eye can see. And perhaps what I came to learn is that at least maybe 50 to 60% of the hujjaj are actually walking um, because I saw at least a million and a half people just walking, walking towards, you know, Muzdalifa. And, and, and there, 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 there's a verse in, in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, uh, nas, that when you're leaving Arafah and then thereafter Muzdalifa, Allah uses the word Fadayafidu. And, and the word Fadayafidu means to overflow. And brothers and sisters, without a doubt, and even subhanAllah, it's so beautiful because being that uh, Arafah is like this more northern point in the topography and the furs is out, you're really, you're, you're, you're overflowing and you're springing back down. You're, you're flowing back down towards Mecca. And I truly saw a flow of people uh, running and moving with urgency, with purpose, with keenness. I remember distinctly, brothers and sisters, an elderly man who must have been in his 80s from, from Africa. And he was pushing a wheelchair. And on the wheelchair, there were three young children sitting on top of each other. And behind this gentleman, there he, he had some cloth that was wrapped around his waist, was a, a woman, I'm assuming his wife, also elderly, who was holding on. And he was pushing the wheelchair. And he was hunched forward. But brothers and sisters, the look on his face, the urgency with which he was pushing that stroller, and the words that he was uttering, those words that we are so familiar with, but to hear that, not just from that one individual, but all of those people, millions of, a million plus people, saying, Ya Allah, we are at your beck and call. Ya Allah, we are running towards you. I, I looked at these people around me and as far wallahi as far as the eye can see in every direction and all i could think of was fafirru ilallah run to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when i saw that elderly gentleman all the people around us as they were all going in one direction flowing forth with urgency and purpose running to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seeking allah's pleasure seeking Allah's aid, seeking Allah's acceptance. Everyone is just wearing the simplest of garb. There is nothing around us. There is no cameras, no homes, you know, no nothing, no wealth, no power, no institutions, no shopping, nothing. There's nothing there but running all of us in unison collectively towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I remember being in that moment and I'm thinking to myself, this is Islam. You know, this is Islam. This is the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam holding on the, to the rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa'atasimu bihablillahi jami'an hold on to the rope of Allah in close company with our brothers and sisters. All of us, you know, beckoning to the call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala running to say, Ya Allah, we are at your service. You know, the urgency with which people were trying to rush to fulfill the sacred rites and rituals of this pilgrimage. 
that brothers and sisters, that moment, the walk from Arafah down to Muzdalifah, from Muzdalifah to Mina, from Mina to Mecca, that walk was the most beautiful thing I've ever done. It was so inspiring, so wondrous. And I truly encourage all of my brothers and sisters, inshallah, that if you are able-bodied, you know, I'll tell you, I, we had a young, uh, one of the, 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 the brothers with us, he was this really funny young guy, and he's, he's a Palestinian brother, and he, he, he has this, uh, you know, in his very beautiful colloquial fashion, he kept on telling me, Ya Sheikh Mishgadir, Ya Sheikh, Ya Sheikh Mishgadir, Ya Sheikh, I can't do it, my body won't let me, I'm Mishgadir. I told him, listen, if I can do it, you can do it, <laughs> okay? And I can tell you, I, I had a Fitbit on, I clocked that we walked 17 plus miles on that day. Okay, And brothers and sisters, what I tell you now, it is not our feet or our physical bodies that carried us, but there was something very beautiful, something very sacred. There was a spirit, there was an energy, there was a ruh that was compelling us forward, pushing us forward, carrying us forward. And brothers and sisters, that is precisely what I believe we need to bring into our daily lives. We need to be in the company of righteous people, people who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا تَعْدُ عَيْنَاكَ عَنْهُمْ Don't even look away from those righteous people. وَصْبِرْ نَفْسَكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ You know, be patient with those who call to the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala بِالْغَدَاتِ وَالْعَشِيِّ In the day and in the night. وَلَا تَعْدُ عَيْنَاكَ عَنْهُمْ Don't even look away from them. We need brothers and sisters to have righteous companionship in our lives. And we need one singular qibla, the qibla of la ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah that we're always running towards. And I sincerely believe that when we bring that spirit into our lives, the spirit of that post-Arafah walk, then inshallah ta'ala, so much of the distractions in the things that come into our lives that take us away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when we surround ourselves with righteous people, and we, we have a singular focus that we are running towards urgently, and that is the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of the stuff in our life that is consuming us, whether it's our internal realities, our emotional states, our economic, our financial condition, our health, etc., all of these things, our aspirations, our desires, they will, they will diminish in their value because the most beautiful thing that we can ever fathom, and that is running towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, awaits us. So may the urgency and the beauty and this, the sense of purpose and the commitment that I saw on that day of all of these millions of Muslimin may it be the reality of each and every single one of us and may it be the reality of the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. May Allah grant us righteous companionship in this life and may He grant us the company of our beloved Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the afterlife. Barakallahu feekum wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah.